right now to drugs i think gangsta boo and uh now we have uh big scar which i i didn't really know big scar i know gucci main is and you know I've, I've heard some of his music and stuff but like gucci he's uh he's somebody who was signed to gucci main and uh uh he's a memphis rapper okay so we'll just read the thing memphis rapper big scar died from de- accidental prescription drug overdose and um man it's sad he was only 22 years old and yeah, again, I, I'm not like some big, big Scar fan, but <clears throat> I, I acknowledge that people are in pain and people hurt and accidental overdoses. Like, look at this. He's a fucking baby, man. He's a little kid. Memphis rapper Big Star, Scar died as a result of fatal prescription pain medication overdose, uh, relatives tell TMZ. The up-and-coming rapper uncle Arthur Woods tells the big scar tells us big scar overdosed Thursday on prescription pills at his girlfriend's house in Memphis big scars uncle says he did not know when his nephew got the meds but he says big scar faced several traumatic experiences in his life including being shot and suffered a serious car accident injury <sighs> the rapper got his stage name from a car accident when he was uh, when he was 16 It left a big scar on his body when he was thrown through a windshield in 2020 shooting in the 2020 shooting. Big scar was struck by a bullet that traveled up his spine and needed surgery to remove his appendix. Woof, man. The uncle says big scar also battled depression, citing the death of the rapper's grandmother as something that he took very hard. As we reported, Big Scar was pronounced dead Thursday with law enforcement sources telling us that there was no signs of foul play. Big Scar's uncle is remembering his 22-year-old nephew as a nice young man and a beautiful person who was very passionate about music. Meanwhile, law enforcement continues to investigate Big Scar's death. So it's a... Man, it's so sad that that this young man um, died of drugs. It's just... It's so sad. Uh, so there's been some controversy around that this happened back in, uh, late December and there's controversy around it because, um, Gucci man who has owns, I think it's 1017 records. I think that's what it's called. Um, he was being accused of stiffing big scars family over funeral car. Now, uh, we'll, we'll, there's more to the story, but we'll, we'll read this. Um, Gucci Man has been accused of stiffing Big Scar's family over the funeral cost for the late rapper. Scar, who was signed to Gucci's new 1017 Records label, records label uh, passed away at the tender age of 22 on December 22nd. It was later reported that he accidentally overdosed on prescription pills at his girlfriend's house in his hometown of Memphis. In an Instagram live broadcast over the weekend, Scar's close friend and collaborator, Qu- Quez Ruthless, put Guwap, I don't know, I guess that's one of his nicknames, on blast for allegedly allegedly promising to pay for his former signing's funeral, but ghosting his family when it was time to deliver, which seems kind of rude, uh, but, you know. The minute that the folk go. called your phone to see if you were going to pay for the funeral, you blocked him. That's not real, cuz. On God, that's not real. You ain't straight. You ain't straight. 
So wait, is he saying I vote. I can't understand what he's saying. Is he saying screet or straight? I think he's saying straight. You're not straight, but I don't know. I don't know if screet is like a slang word. I, I I'm such a I'm so disconnected. Come on, man, cuz you 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 plug. Oh God, they don't. I mean, these are, these are southern that. folks, by the way. <laughs> the southern the southern folks have a different way of speaking. Heck, I real you post this girl. Talking about some long live him, bro. You ain't do nothing, cuz. Oh, God. And you ain't getting them chains, cuz. You can't get them chains. There's no way you can get them chains. So the family is also alleging that um, uh, Gucci Mane wants his chains back because he, he gave Big Scar a, uh, a 1017 gold chain. And they're alleging that Gucci Mane wants the chain back. Which is again fucked up why would you give someone that and then expect you know he dies and then want that back it ain't no way this happening come on now fool you tripping cuz thought we were just gonna let that go cuz no it's always you play and we don't need your money nigga we don't need your money to pay for his front nigga he was gonna get buried either way it's just a point that you supposed to be his ceo and you supposed to be this this and that and you don't lie like that cuz how do you even feel real with yourself it ain't straight cuz you shouldn't even feel straight with yourself oh god you shouldn't cuz I, I ain't nothing with you, cuz. Then I hope you ain't talking about give you the time cuz you think we finna use them to, to, to cool video. No, no, man, we ain't finna know. We don't wanna be a. They're gonna record a video with this chains? Hmm. Part or nothing like that? Come on now, bro. You, 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 that, that one right, bro. On God, that one right. You ain't straight, cuz. You got on the internet, bro. When they text you and ask you about Scott funeral, cause you told them folks that 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 Keisha birthday coming up. Gang, y'all rich. Y'all can celebrate her birthday any day. So they're saying that he doesn't want to pay for funeral costs because his wife's birthday is coming up, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't think. Um, his sister, Alexandra Woods, this big scar's sister, said uh, he's not getting them chains back. Before anyone gets to speaking on some shit, they don't know about. Yes, he asked for the chains back. No, he's not getting uh, the, the he's not getting them back. My brother earned uh, the shit. My brother earned my. My brother earned T.S. My the shit my bro my oh my brother earned the shit my brother means everything to us and for him to do him like that is low down as fuck he said he couldn't pay for the funeral because his wife's birthday coming up you a millionaire gucci gotta get in back you gotta get in back in blood so they're making claims right they're making claims and uh it turns out that it's not true. <laughs> In fact, Keisha uh, provided receipts and defends Gucci Mane after Big Scar's family claimed rapper ghosted them after agreeing to cover funeral arrangement. Leave my husband's alone. So she, so they're showing that video of this dude talking shit. Uh, Gucci has not responded to. Uh, 
Quez statements. However, his wife had him today to had time today to provide receipts to debunk the claims. On Monday, Keisha took to Instagram story to show proof that her husband did, in fact, make the payment towards Scar's funeral. Keisha posted a, few, a photo of the receipt showing Gucci Man uh, made two $10,000 payments directly to the funeral home that was handling Scar's service. Payment directly to the funeral home. Leave my husband alone. Keisha wrote alongside the photo on her Instagram. In another post, Keisha added the screenshot uh, of the email the receipt was sent. The photo shows the subject of the email titled Alexander Woods, which is Scar's real name. He did this out of the goodness of his heart, she said. In addition, Keisha further explained that Wopsters, Wopsters uh, gave their condolences and sent flowers but did not receive a thank you back from the family. So this is what she posted. And we'll go to Twitter here. So this is what she posted on her stories. Here's this. The debit card, $10,000. Here's the email. He did this out of the goodness of his heart. Alexander Woods. We also sent flowers, not even a thank you. And here's the two different ones for $10,000. What, what do these folks mean? $20,000 total. What you did to these folks, man. What you do to them. Paid for his funeral. So the, it's, uh, it, it does seem kind of rude. Uh, and why would anybody do that? Why would anybody make that up? I mean, unless you're trying to get clout. Which, uh, which is gross. And Marilyn Manson was in the news. Um, he, uh, he just had a case dropped. What in the good goddamn fucking ball sacks is going on here? There we go. Marilyn Manson accusing, accuser Ashley, uh, Morgan Smithline's case dismissed. Um, it's like the, it's like MF Doom's death. We didn't feel, we didn't feed died on October, but they told us at the beginning of the year as fans. Yeah, I see what you're saying. He's like, oh, I was thinking about oh, the groupie tape still has no leaks. Uh, so Marilyn Manson, as a fan of Marilyn Manson, it sucks that I'm reading about his fucking horrible misdeeds. I've read his book before. Um, and he does talk about how him and his band like ran a train or his, his band ran a train on a fan. And then when it was time for Marilyn Manson to come get something, he, he peed on her, which is a consenting adult. I'm going to go, you know, if she wanted to get peed on, that that's her prerogative. Let her get peed on. You know what I mean? I'm not mad at it. As long as she, I, I, I believe she was of age. So I'm like, you know, if you're of age and you want to get fucked by a bunch of nasty band dudes and then get pissed on by fucking Marilyn Manson, that's 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 on you. You know what I mean? But, you know, there is this idea that they're in a position of power and that they're making her do these things. But, I mean, if she's of age and she's, she's just getting ran through like that, I mean, I you can't hold it against him because he's in this weird... I mean, maybe you can. It's gross. I don't think it's right. But if they're consenting adults, then I, I think that's just fine. 
It just like it's fine if people want to go get their dick cut off, their consent to it, whatever. Not my problem. I don't care. If you want, if you want to get your dick cut off, or if you want to, if you want to get peed on by Marilyn Manson, that's that's you, baby. Do it. The groupie secret tape that was rumored to be released but hides in the vault somewhere. Andy Dick is still scared to talk about it. The groupie secret tape. Oh yeah, there's always a groupie secret tape. Singer bangs band's hottest groupie on sex tape. <laughs> Hell yeah. Groupie by Marilyn Manson. Oh. This, is it this? I already apologize for my bad English. Block. In his VHS, Dead to the World, the final scene shows a video of a girl screaming while tied to a chair. The Mar- and Marilyn Manson says, God loves me because he says he do or something like that. People say this is a tape called The Groupie where it contains torture, guns, blood spilling. People say that the only people who have seen that are Marilyn Manson, Andy Dick, group member, and Tony Ciola, whatever I don't know how to say it, Marilyn's manager. Tony said not to publish it because it could ruin Mar- Marilyn's career. Marilyn even said that he was going to send people uh, that bought the anniversary version of a show published in 2016, and that didn't happen. He didn't send. Someone has a clue of where the recording can be found. Please send it to me. Hey there, I've heard about this before. Apparently, there isn't that much evidence covering this or it even existing. I know that I know it may not seem like much help, but I can send you a YouTube link of a YouTube covering the topic. It does exist, but I doubt it'll ever come out. I see now. Thank you. Thank you, Samo. So, um, so this this is the latest news on the, all this. I, I did a TikTok on this, but a California judge has tossed out a sexual abuse lawsuit on Tuesday filed by one of Marilyn Manson's accusers after she failed to replace her former legal counsel, Page Six has learned. Ashley Morgan Smithline, who previously accused the shock rocker of raping and abusing her during her their two-year on-and-off-again relationship, was advised to find a new representation by December 5th after her former lawyer, Jay Ellinger's motion to withdraw was approved. However, the model failed to find new representation or represent herself, and so the case was thrown out. The lawsuit was d- dismissed without prejudice, meaning she can refile the same claim at a later time if she wishes. So it's it's not over, but so what was weird was that there was this exchange of text messages between her and her lawyer, which this is Jay right here, I think. Yeah, this is her lawyer. Um, <laughs> he's voting for Beto, which isn't even his real name. He's not even Mexican. Beto, whatever his name is, is not even Mexican. He's some white dude who changed his name to Beto. Fucking Posier. Uh, she has an African-American. I should not know this history. I work for the FBI of mixed culture affairs. Oh, good. Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. No, but he keeps writing hail. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a... 
alleged sexual assault that included Trent Reznor with Marilyn Manson that he denies uh, still. Uh, so this is between her lawyer and uh, and the and Ashley, the the accuser here or the victim. Ashley is n- is not that simple. You have to f- you have a federal court lawsuit pending. I'm not sure who is writing these text messages, but it doesn't sound like you. We need to speak on the phone. It may not sound like me because I put up with all of this for too long. Please put in writing why it is not that simple. I just tried calling you. I need to speak to you on the phone to verify that your number has not been hacked. Given the past situation with your stalker and the complete change in your position after over a year of representing you, I am uncomfortable communicating with you further via text. Please explain in writing why it's not that simple. I'm making these statements on my own. Um, let's see, a plaintiff in a federal court lawsuit, if you fire me as a plaintiff in a federal court lawsuit, if you fire me, you'll have to hire another lawyer to replace me or represent yourself pro, um, in the lawsuit. And the judge would have to approve any motion to withdraw as your lawyer. I don't care about the media and your case. You wanted me to find a producer and director to do a documentary movie about you. So I did. They emailed me today, by the way. The CNN piece is off because they are shutting down CNN Plus and you went to People Magazine before you ever hired me. So if you don't ever want to speak to me in the media, speak to the media again, I'm fine with that. I don't care about that. But you have the, but you are right in the middle of a lawsuit. So firing me is a little more complicated than sending a text message. And and there was more about it where she actually mentions like money. He's like, all of a sudden now you want money, and, it, and you said it wasn't about a check, but allegations that are not for young ears. So if you have young children in the room, please. Put them out of the room. Let them go do something else. Uh, and so far, at least 17 women are reported to 17. have made abuse claims against rock star Marilyn Manson. And yesterday, model Ashley Morgan Smithline filed a lawsuit alleging that he put her through living hell of physical, emotional, and sexual torture. Goldberg she wants kids us now put with out. Her lawyer, Jill Elwanger. Sarah, I believe, has the first hmm. question. Yeah, welcome to the show. Ashley, can you start from the beginning? When did you first meet Marilyn Manson? And what was your relationship like at, at the beginning? Hi, um, sorry, thank you for having us. Um, I, um, I was kind of bombarded by Facebook messages, um, by emails, by Skype calls that I don't know if he remembered he did all of these different things, but we first connected over a Skype call. Um, in the summer of 2010, I was modeling in Bangkok, Thailand. Ashley, um, you say that after a few months, your friendship evolved into a consensual sexual relationship, and every time you had a break from modeling in Asia, you would live with him in his Los Angeles apartment. According to you, this is when the psychological, physical, and sexual abuse started. Can you tell us about some of the things you say that he did to you? Um, yes, um, it um, began quite quick. Um, I flew out and within uh, the next day I was in his um, home. Um, I woke up uh, bound and um, 
he was having sex with my unconscious body. So um, that was my, uh, my first experience. And then from there, it was um, the abuse just worsened. I was dehumanized. I was um, degraded. I was treated like a, um, I was treated like a, a, an animal that. <laughs> it's hard to talk about it. Yeah. She can't I, answer. Ashley, I know this is very difficult um, to talk about, and, and, and thank you for sharing your story. Um, let me ask you this. Over the course of two years, you allege he raped you multiple times, cut you in several uh, places with a knife, kept you sleep-deprived, and manipulated you into a state of physical and emotional isolation. You say it got so bad that you were down to weighing only 80 pounds. Did you ever fear that he might kill you? Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, very early on, he it is awful, that Robbie. my life was definitely in danger and that he could kill me at any time. I was. Yeah, I mean, if, if Marilyn Manson was doing this stuff, you know, non-consensually and shit, then yeah, fuck Marilyn Manson. I, and, and I'm a fan of Marilyn Manson, but like, I, I don't care. I'm also a fan of R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck him in the face. Oh, no. Fuck him in the ass in prison. Fuck him. No. I was afraid all the time that he would end my life. <clears throat> so, uh, Ashley, no, here comes um, this fucking I understand you traveled to Asia for modeling jobs throughout, uh, throughout this relationship, but you say that you kept coming back to him uh, when you would return to the United States. So help us understand why you would keep going back and what made you finally leave him, in, in fact? Um, I was... I, I was extremely manipulated. That's I felt, right, Robbie, because um, I watch your videos. I felt like I was coerced into, you know, being with him in the first place. And um, as unsafe as it was, um, I just, I felt that I couldn't escape it. Now, Ashley, Marilyn Manson has never portrayed himself to be a normal guy. And there are some people who have heard your story and said that you should have known what you were getting into. What do you say to those people? I would say that that's the problem. Um, are, are we blaming women for wearing short skirts and having a drink at a party? Are we, um, are we, I mean, I, 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 again, like that's the problem. Jeffrey Dahmer didn't look like a murderer. Um, uh, and he spent so much time defending his public persona to me um, before I even met him, that he would sit around the house in sweats and that it was, again, like a public persona and that wasn't who he really was. Um, but again, I think that that's the problem that we're, um, that we're focusing on, like, they should have known better. Look at him. Like, he... Yeah. yeah. That's a very old trope, Ashley, and I'm, I'm very, very sorry. And just because you're with someone who's an entertainer does not mean that they have the right to do all the horrific, monstrous things that was done to you. Um, Jay, yesterday, Ashley filed a lawsuit accusing Marilyn Manson of sexual assault, sexual battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and unlawful imprisonment. There are some people who believe that Ashley and the other women who have sued Manson are doing it for money. Um, it sure doesn't sound like that to me, but what's your reaction? Well, first of all, thank you, Megan, for, for asking the question and giving me an opportunity to respond. I think for survivors like Ashley, it's important for the viewers to remember that there are only two avenues where they can seek justice. One is the criminal justice system, and Ashley has done that. She has spoken to the district attorney in Los Angeles. She has spoken to detectives. She has provided evidence. And at this point, it's out of her hands as to what decisions the uh, district attorney in L.A. decides to do. Um, but when it comes to the civil justice system, that is where a survivor like Ashley uh, can take control of the narrative and to, to change the timeline into one that, that they are able to dictate. And so here, Ashley is able to seek justice on her own terms, and that is extremely 
extremely important for every survivor out there to know that through the civil justice system, regardless of what the criminal justice system does or does not do, through the civil justice system, she can try to get her life back. A spokesperson for Marilyn Manson sent us the following statement. Uh, we strongly deny Ms. Smithline's claims. There are so many, false, uh, so many falsehoods within her claims that we wouldn't know where to begin to answer them. This relationship, to the limited extent it was a relationship, lasted less than a week in 2010. Manson hasn't seen Ms. Smithline since then. Ashley, how do you respond to that? I would say that it's further proof that he's denying any accountability at all, um, that he completely takes no responsibility for anything he's done. And Sonny, if I could, if I could add to that, um, you know, it's one thing to issue a statement uh, to the media, and it's another thing to respond to a lawsuit. And we'll look forward to seeing what the evidence shows in this case, uh, and the evidence will back up the claims made in the complaint. Okay, so since February, Manson's record label agent and manager have all rep both reportedly severed ties with him. So let me ask you, um, Ashley, what do you ultimately want to see happen to Marilyn Manson? Um, I, I want him to be held accountable. I, I want him to take responsibility for his actions. I, you know, at this point, I've done everything. Uh, we've done everything that we can. I, I am not... Yeah, accountability. That's fine. That's that's legit. But what was interesting was is how that she was, you know, she, it became one thing, or it started as one thing, and then it became another. And I don't remember these text messages. I remember there was a part where he was saying, it's like, all of a sudden, you wanted money, you wanted a check. And, you know, she, why did she want to get rid of her lawyer you know what i mean so there's some weird questionable things that are happening but again i'm not somebody who's gonna sit here and say that this lady didn't feel like she got assaulted um you know it could have been consensual the things that are happening and she could be lying of course uh but I, i'm all about believing how people how women believing all the victims here um because i'm sure they believe on some sense that they were violated and whether or not that constitutes as lawful violation or if it was some consensual or if something they did and then they later changed their mind that they didn't like, you know, that's for the courts to decide. And, and for I, so I do believe this woman feels like she was taken advantage of in, in a terrible way. So, um, you know, uh, I hope she can figure it out. And uh, we'll see what happens in the court of law. Now, there's been other allegations. There's been so many other allegations, like the Game of Thrones girl, uh, Esme uh, Bianco. Um, she's claiming that he ruined her uh, her business deals, and this is new. This just came out on Friday. Game of Thrones Esme Bianco has claimed Marilyn Manson ruined a business deal in revenge for accusations made regarding sexual assault. Insider reports the actor has accused Marilyn Manson, whom she previously was in a relationship with, for torpedoing a business deal to silence her. Bianco claims this happened after she publicly accused him of sexual assault. Uh, Bianco, who is probably best known for playing the character Roz in the HBO fantasy series, filed an am amended complaint in May against Manson that included that includes a new accusation of tor tortus tortius tortuous interference, which I don't know what that means. Uh, I guess we should. Look. And the actor reportedly asked. Asking for unspecific damages in the suit, which is filed in U.S. Uh, District Court in the Central District of California. What is torturous, torturous inference? Is that what that says? I'm fucking illiterate. God damn it. Let's see what that means. 
covering these cases, I've, I've learned a lot about how the fucking the law works and stuff. It's been really cool. Uh, torturous interference is a common law of tort allowing a claim for damages against a defendant who wrongfully interferes with the plaintiff's co oh, contractual or business relationships. I see. So it was because he was interfering with her um, with her business that it's a new a new accusation or a new um, a new thing against him. I get it now. Uh, these new allegations center on Manson's behavior toward Bianco after she filed the lawsuit in 2021. In her updated complaint to the 2021 suit, Bianco is said to have detailed how she signed a contract with Deftones in April 2022 to take part in a photo shoot that would be used in artwork for, their, for an upcoming tour. She is believed to have claimed that after she participated in the photo shoot, Manson supposedly found out about the deal and proceeded to call the band's lead singer and confront him over the band's decision to work with her. That would be fucked up. Bianco is reporting as saying in the complaint that Manson threatened the Deftones with actions that would disrupt the band's world tour and which uh, would have caused the Deftones financial harm. In response, the complaint is reported as stating that Deftones members instructed the creative director in charge of the project not to use the photos of Bianco. Uh, the court documents reportedly go on to state that Bianco says she suffered the loss of exposure from images being used during the Deftones World Tour and lost gig result, uh, lost and lost the gig resulted in rep, uh, reputational damage and loss of future economic opportunity with the Def, uh, Deftones. The complaint goes on to accuse Manson of continuing to work in silence Miss Bianco th uh, through threats of intimidation and coercion. Bianco originally launched the suit against Manson uh, in 2021 on accusations of sexual assault, sexual battery, and violations of trafficking humans or victims uh, protection reauthorization act. Among a slew of claims, she states that Manson raped her, physically abused her during sex acts, and withheld food and rest. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's horrible. It, it is believed that Bianco lived with Manson for over a month in 2011. As reported in the timeline on Consequence, the lawsuit was filed on April 30 in the United States District Court, Central Virginia. Uh, the lawsuit claims Manson violated laws in California for sexual assault and battery, as well as human trafficking. So, um, yeah, it, it's pretty, it's pretty serious, and th these lawsuits are still coming. And there's a whole like timeline of this shit. Um, and here's Gwen. Uh, not Gwen, Rose McGowan, who's been... is calling out the music industry for protecting predators, breaking her silence on the under-fire shock rock veteran Marilyn Manson. In a February 1st social post, McGowan praises fellow actress Evan Rachel Wood and other victims who speak out against their abusers and for the first time addresses the behavior of Manson, real name Brian Warder, whom she dated from 1997 to 2001 and was briefly engaged to. And I'm also here to say to the Hollywood cult leaders that have employed him and sanctioned him, and Interscope Records and Sony was with him during the Evan period. 
you know you are accomplices. Earlier this week on Instagram, Wood called out Manson by name for horrifically abusing her for years, starting when she was a teenager. Other women have since come forward and identified the rocker as their abuser as well, prompting Loma Vista recordings and CAA to promptly cut ties with him. Meanwhile, California Senator Susan Rubio is calling on the U.S. Department of Justice and the FBI to investigate the allegations. Manson has also posted to Instagram denying Wood's claims, calling them horrific distortions of reality. To stay updated on this ongoing story, head to billboard.com. So we got a bunch of different allegations, and here's a timeline. So February 1998, Long Road Out of Hell, which is his book, which I've read. It's, it's not. Uh, it's a pretty good book, but it gets weird. Uh, Manson's autobiography featured a number of anecdotes, which Chicago reader critic Jim Diorgadis called out at, at the time for generally mistreating one or more women per page. In a particularly gruesome chapter, meeting the fans, meet and greet, uh, Manson recalled a deaf fan who got covered in raw meat and had sex with a number of the band members before getting urinated on Manson and his band-aids. Which is in his autobiography. He's admitting that this is something that happened. That's pretty fucking gross. But, again, if she was consensual to the situation then I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's like, well, as long as everybody was having fun, right? While, the while that encounter was presented as consensual by Manson, another anecdote featuring Nine Nails' Trent Reznor stirred controversy. The chapter, which resurfaced online recently, details how Reznor and Manson allegedly, allegedly physically and sexually assaulted an intoxicated woman in the 90s. On February 3rd, 2021, Reznor issued a statement to denounce his one-time collaborator. I have been vocal over for years about my dislike of Manson as a personal as a person and cut ties with him nearly 25 years ago. Reznor sent a statement. Uh, as I said at the time, the passage from Manson's memoir is complete fabrication. I was infuriated and offended back when it came out and remain so today. So the, here comes some uh, misconduct charges. In, in December 20, uh, 2001, Manson was charged with assaulting the security guard um, Joshua Kiesler after he allegedly spit on the man's head and rubbed it his with rubbed his g-string clad genital area on it during a concert at the DT in Detroit. <laughs> oh no, yeah, in Detroit, Michigan, in Clarkson, but it's Detroit. He was accused of felony fourth-degree criminal sexual conduct <laughs> along with mystery. God damn. Manson pleaded no contest to disorderly conduct and received a $4,000 fine. He and the security guard eventually reached a settlement. Wow, he did that to a good... Wrongful death lawsuit uh, following the death of actress Jennifer Syme. Seem? I don't know. Her mother, Maria St. John, sued Manson for wrongful death, alleging that he gave her drugs and encouraged her to drive while inebriated. On his website, Manson shared a statement calling the accusations completely false. 
Manson believes the lawsuit is completely unfounded and is an investigating and is investigating an immediate countersuit against St. John for slander, harassment, and abuse of the legal process. The statement read, according to Blabbermouth, this lawsuit, which is completely without merit, will not bring Jennifer's bring back Jennifer's life. It serves only to reopen the wounds and the pain uh, felt by all who love Jennifer. It is a pity that St. John uh, sullies her own daughter's reputation by filing a baseless claim. After Manson and his five guests finished an evening at the movies, followed by a quiet get-together at his home, he made sure Simon received a safe ride home a, a uh, from a designated driver and went to sleep. 2009, uh, following his first breakup from Wood in 2007, Manson revealed to Spin in an extensive Q&A that he severely self-harmed uh, following their split. He also shared violent thoughts about the tw- then 22-year-old and how his song, I Want to Kill You Like They Do in the Movies, is about the fantasies he had every day about smashing her skull in with a sledgehammer. Jesus. So there you go. He's just in there. Movie Dutchman! What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Welcome in. Uh, In November 2020, after Manson was asked about Wood's domestic abuse testimonies in an interview with Metal Hammer, the singer hung up the phone. Uh, Manson's team later released a statement claiming the sledgehammer comment was obviously a theatrical rock star interview promoting a new record and not a factual account. The fact that Evan and Manson got engaged six months after the interview would indicate that no one l- took his story literally. Right. Monday Music News Day. Yes, sir. Welcome. How you doing, Moving Dutchman? I hope you're doing okay, buddy. Uh, July 2009, violent threats against music journalists. Eh, fuck them. Uh, music journalists can be such dicks, right? Um, Twiggy Ramirez allegation. Ramirez Manson's longtime bassist was accused of jack-off Jill singer Jessica Adams of sexual and psychological abuse while they dated in the 90s. Following the allegations, Ramirez, real name Jordy White, was removed from Manson's touring band. Manson said in a statement announcing the exit that he knew nothing about these allegations until very recently and am saddened by Jessica's obvious distress. In a statement to Pitchfork, Ramirez said that he had only recently been made aware of these allegations from over 20 years ago. I do not... So how is that his fault? Uh, Doing good. Thank you. Survive Monday. Whew. I'm still trying to survive it myself. I got a whole day to do it, but I got, I'm working on a new song for a client and it, this is much easier than the last one I worked for, worked on, but holy balls. I'm still like, it's still crazy. Uh, the house actress said, um, in a sense-deleted tweet that Manson was a huge fan of the show and visited the cast while they were filming the final season where he harassed just about every woman asking us if we were going to scissor. <laughs> Rhino called me a Chinaman. Rhino and called me a Chinaman. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, I genuinely hope he gets help. Uh, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be worth it. Yeah, too many people take second best, but I won't take anything less. It's got to be, yeah, perfect. 
fit perfect. Let's get it. Let's get it. February 2018, Wood testifies before Congress in an effort to secure bill rights for sexual assault survivors in the all 50 states. Wood detailed. Oh, Naders is back too. Um, Wood detailed her personal experience without name. How's your phone, Naders? Is it just fucked? Um, without naming names, my experience with domestic violence was this, she said, the toxic mental, physical, and sexual abuse, which starts slow but escalated over time, including threats against my life, severe gaslighting and brainwashing, waking up to the man that claimed to love me, raping what he believed what to be my unconscious body. Ugh, that's fucked up. Um, Los Angeles County District Court Attorney's Office declines to pursue the case against Manson. Manson had a police report filed against him at the height of the Me Too movement for unspecified sex crimes dating back to 2011. The district attorney declined the case because the statute of limitations had expired in the absence of corroboration, according to the court filing. Fingerprint won't unlock the phone and already cut myself swiping. Nice. Fucking nice. Under the current policy, Los Angeles County District Attorney must investigate any claim of sexual abuse, no matter how outlandish. It is not surprising that the district attorney, after investigation, similarly rejected the claims made in a police report filed by the former acquaintance against Marilyn Manson. The singer's attorney, Howard E. King, said the statement... Uh, uh, to the Hollywood Reporter, at the time, the allegations made to the police were... Uh, a are categorically denied by Mr. Warner and are either completely delusional or part of a calculated attempt to generate publicity for claimants, claimants, business, and selling Manson, Manson memorabilia. Why would you try to be what? The best part is I just played it off. Guess I'm eligible for an upgrade. Let's go. Oh, you paid it off. Nice. Uh, okay, so Wood, Manson calls Wood's claim horrible distortion of reality. The musician took the Instagram to deny the abuse claims following my art and my life have been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. Yeah. Manson dropped by Loma Vista and CAA, that's his, uh, that's his label and his management company. They just dropped him. Uh, February 21, Phoebe Bridges voices her support for the victims. Thank you, Phoebe. Uh, Wood shares more harrowing details. The actress in an Instagram story that she had to file a police report last year uh, after becoming aware of the threat, the release of underage photos of herself. On December 19, I had to go file a police report. I was alerted that uh, to threats made by Leslie Lane. Um... And Lindsay, us uh, official, Brian's wife, for conspiring, conspiring to release photos of me when I was underage after being given large amounts of drugs and alcohol. That's fucked up. You ain't got to do it all like that. Uh, Wolf Alice Ellie Roswell share her experience. So as you can see, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. Esme, Bianco sues Manson. Manson calls Bianco's allegation probably false. Ex Ashley Morgan, Smith line details of, of abuse. We just read that. 
Um, another ex sues for rape. There was a girl that got a head, uh, her, a gun held to her head. There were some girls on Instagram who, um, who were, were talking about this as well. Um, Manson files a dismiss of her of Bianco's suit. So uh, new details are, uh, arrive, and Manson is suing, is counter suing uh, Evan Rachel Wood. So, oh, and then his former assistant's abuse lawsuit was dismissed. So, you know, it's weird that there's a lot of cases, but then a lot of them were dismissed. It doesn't mean he's innocent, and if he isn't innocent, then fuck him. Fuck him. Uh, Italian Stallion, you are. Hey, I'm here for that. Compliments will get you everywhere. I think it's time to get my raw cone and fits. It fits a half ounce. I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, stop there because. Uh, Marilyn Manson is, well, obviously, he's just something's going on with him. Um, not making excuses, but he's definitely one of those guys that lives a wild ass life.